0: Nancy, do you see that link I just put there? Can you click on it and tell me what happens, please?
1: Okay, will do. Roy, it came up on the site. There's PDF in one side and your um, network on the other.
0: Okay, great. If you click on uh, any of the links on the left, does it change on the right?
1: I'll check. Yes, it does.
0: Okay, perfect. Looks like that's perfect. That's for the class or for the networking 101 today. So, um you can bookmark that or you can download it. It's a PDF file and you can hang on to it and have it, you know, on your desktop for you if you want to refer to some of those links that I have in there at a later time. So, I'll tell the room about it as well. So, um you know you know how to use PDF files, right?
1: Yes, I do.
0: Very good. Okay, be back in a few. Bye.
1: Kelly, Roy will be back in a moment.
0: Good afternoon, Kelly. Good to see you. Can everybody see the screen? Does it say Wikipedia tags there now? Okay, according to my watch, I see it's now 3.04 Eastern Time, so we don't have the full house that we had earlier. But that's okay. Maybe we'll just wait a few more seconds to see if anybody comes in before we start and uh, hi Kelly and Nancy can you see the Wikipedia on the screen here in the room and it should say tags from Wikipedia the free encyclopedia up at the top there just want to make sure that uh, that's showing for you guys okay uh, one more time Nancy watch the screen and I'm going to click on Uh, a couple of links and let me know if it changes. The first one should change to folksonomy and the next one should uh, change to uh, internet taxonomies, okay? Okay, I'm going to wait a couple more minutes, so I'm going to step out for a second and be back in about two minutes. Okay, I am back, but it doesn't look like anybody else is here, so... um. Are you present, Kelly? Are you here? Do you have any suggestions? Should we wait a little longer to see what's going on here? Well, okay. Um, I like what you said there, Nancy. Could you uh, step up to the mic and repeat what you said? There's just It's like um, 13 after the hour, and it looks like just Kelly McCauzy, myself, and Nancy McDonald are in the room. And so it's very unlikely that someone else will show up, although they might. But uh, what is it that you typed on text there, Nancy? Would you come up to the mic and say that? I'd like that to be on the recording.
1: (laughs) What I said, Roy, was it's like a minister um, starting a sermon, and then only two people being in the church. Does he take the time and minister his sermon to that one person? Or does he just let it go
0: for another time? You know, that's an excellent point. And, and, you know, being a Christian, uh, I certainly can relate to that, absolutely. So <clears throat> whether there be one person or one million people, um, as they say, the show must go on, right? So we'll go ahead and do what we can do here and let me start off with uh um with you nancy do you actually the the subject topic for today is tagging t a g g i n g um and you do tagging with tags t a g s and so a lot of people are probably gonna be very confused or don't yet know about tagging and tags So let me start there. Do you know about tagging, Nancy, and or tags? And if you do, can you give me a little definition? And if you don't, just let me know you don't.
1: Put it this way, Roy. I've had a brief introduction. I know about alt tags and approximately what they do. Um, One thing I've learned a long time ago, Never bless someone. Never say, i read the book, and then can't uh, quote from
0: it. All right. Thank you for that. Um, and I, uh, I had a problem with my speaker, so I missed the first part of what you said. So go ahead and type that onto the uh, screen there for me, if you will. So um, do you know what tags are? Uh, yes or no. Just put yes or no, Y or N. Okay, Nancy, you said you had a brief understanding. Okay, then let me start asking you questions about this brief understanding that you have. Do you know how to put a tag together? And where would you put this tag? And why would you use that tag?
1: You would use the tag um, in your heading um, or um, in the main part of your um, page. Um, an alt tag um I found uh, it highlights what you want um the search engines to pick up um or someone to take notice to,
0: okay, so you were referring to an alt tag is is that correct, and when you were referring at the top of the page, did you mean like meta tags, Nancy,
1: Roy? Uh don't quote me today. um today is not one of my better days um and I'm wracked with pain and just trying to be comfortable listening. so <laughs> I might be a little uh left of center um but uh, still able to learn sit back and just let um the um, someone with more knowledge of knowing
0: uh, to speak okay of course not a problem um, so I think Ava wants to come on board I'm going to have to call her so that I can, I can pipe her in so that you guys can listen to her as well and Kelly are you participating or basically just listening so if uh you are speaking um, go ahead and do so while I try to pipe in Ava If you're just listening, that's fine too, not a problem, and maybe I'll do all the talking and or Ava can help me do some talking.
1: (laughs) Hey Ava, how are you?
0: Hi Nancy, Um, okay, I have Ava online with me, so Ava why don't you go ahead and say hi to Nancy.
2: Hi Nancy.
0: So I have uh, Ava Barsby with me here and Nancy McDonald, and Kelly had much to do, so she had to leave. So there's three of us here today, and Nancy isn't feeling real well, so she's going to remain silent and do some text chatting with us while Ava and I just basically um, interact here. The subject matter today we're talking about is um, tagging and tags. And earlier, uh Ava to catch you up to speed, I asked Nancy if she knew what tagging was all about and if she knew how to implement them and so on and so forth, and she said she knew a little bit, and she um was saying that um she believed it had to do with alt tags and with putting it up in the top part of your search or uh, of your um website, so I think she was referring to meta tags. And Nancy, is that correct? You can just type yes if if what I've said so far is correct on the screen so that I can catch Ava up to speed here and then let you know that basically that is not exactly part of my knowledge. Okay. So let me ask you, Ava, are you familiar with tagging?
2: I am just a little bit. I'm Uh, no expert on it though.
0: Okay. So, uh, of just a little bit that you do know, why don't you go ahead and let me know what you believe it to be, what you think it is, how you incorporate it, how you use it, what you use it for, so on and so forth. Just give me what you, what you do know so far. And I'm going to go ahead and post on the screen here, um, a URL where you can download what I have available. It's a little PDF that I'm going to, it's like a little handout, a little worksheet to work from that will tell us a little bit about tagging so I'll send that and I'll listen to what you have to say about that Ava
2: okay um well I don't really know how to explain it right now. kind of call me off guard here but I believe it has something to do with um link sharing and sharing of links images and videos on a website um with the different search engines and the reading systems and the RSS, that sort of thing.
0: Okay. Are oh. I close at all? All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're close. Um, but I don't really believe that someone using that definition would know how to incorporate it, would know how to do with it, and so on and so forth. And that's okay, because I just want to find out, where you ladies stand on this, and so, uh, there's gonna be probably people that may want to listen to this recording, so, um, you know, they're gonna be just as in the dark as you are, if not even more in the dark. But I, I'd like it to be a little bit of interaction, so, um, and, um, Nancy is basically just texting right now. Um, Nancy says, Roy, something I want to tell you of. You want to just use the mic to do this? Uh, Nancy, I'll relinquish the mic.
1: Roy, when we were talking before about social networking, I want to tell you something that happened within the last hour or so. A lady that I've got to know on the net, um, she is from India, and is very unique in her ability and her designs of jewelry, And she's specializing in a new line. And how I got to know her was basically she was offering her um, services so that I could uh, be an affiliate and put it on my site. I had her join another vendor fair just to sit back and listen. And when I was gone, um, the people in the room basically attacked her and she just did a meet and greet and said, hello, I am so-and-so and and this is what I do, and I was very offended that someone would treat someone because they felt they were from another culture uh, be so difficult.
0: Ouch. Not a good thing. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Please, by all means, um, you know she's definitely welcome here. And as far as I'm concerned, and I know Ava, as far as you're concerned, that's not going to happen if the three of us are here. And, Absolutely. And if it did happen, while it was, you know, something that it, it was a networking event that that I was hosting or even a part of, I, I think I would definitely have to say a few syllables that, <clears throat> you know, would let everybody know that that is unacceptable. That is. Totally unacceptable. So, um, you know, while that does happen, um, it's unfortunate that it does, and I'm just appalled to hear that. So, well, thank you definitely for sharing that, and please invite her to come here um, because tell her that not all, you know, (laughs) networking events are like that. And so if she can have a taste of something that is good and some some place like what we have here that will accept her, then I'm I'm sure she'll definitely um, see that not all places are like that if that was her first experience. So please do that, Nancy.
1: I know that was off-topic, but I just can't believe someone would be that uh, rude in a group, almost like a a gang-up of... It it reminded me of uh, back... Oh, I don't know, KKK, that kind of thing, like... Let's burn someone for um, just not being a, a U.S. citizen. Like, I'm from Canada, and I kind of keep it quiet um, in a lot of chat rooms because, I'm sorry, I'm o- over the border. So um, a lot of our um, ways are different.
0: You know, and that uh, that that is unfortunate, and... Um, actually no nothing's really off topic what we're talking about um you know because as far as i'm concerned you know networking is networking and if if we're in a little group like this in a small group and we all know each other we've <coughs> already spoken to one another here so this is just um you know some sharing going on here as well and i'm sure whoever's listening to this won't mind this one bit because this this does happen so if it does just just realize that you can come here and hopefully, you know, you you won't have some really bad taste in your mouth for uh, networking groups uh, online and in the U.S. So, um, once again, I I I'm appalled, and I do apologize, you know, because not all U.S. networking groups are like that. So
2: I was about to ask if it was a American-based uh, website or company that was sponsoring this meet and greet that you were at.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Nancy, so who was it? Where was it? Uh, do you remember the website, uh, organization, anything like that?
1: Here it is right here. It's basically um, a website that I've given you. Um, it was for a vendors fair, but it is a, a, a WAM site, and that's what made me very angry that someone would attack another. I know that pers- the, you know, the, the how am I going to say, the vendor of the hour uh, paid, um, you know, a deposit so she could promote her site, but I don't believe on, on being angry with people. This is just the vendor's fair, so it would be classybusinessman.com. You got it.
0: Well, It's unfortunate, and I really don't know what happened, so I really can't comment on it any further, Um, you know, and you said you were away from your desk for a bit, so maybe it was something that she said that was against the rules, and maybe she didn't read it or whatever, and still, though, I mean, I would still, even if someone broke the rules, uh, I would still do that in a much more (coughs) uh, dignified way and not, you know, jump down her throat like I'm hearing you say that they did, so... It is unfortunate, so just let her know that she's welcome here, and we'll just, you know, leave leave things at, at, at that. So let's just go ahead and get back to tagging, and uh, Ava, did you uh, get that link for that PDF file at all?
2: I did, but it hasn't come up yet.
0: Okay. Um, I know that Nancy, Nancy, did you download it, or do you have that window open uh, on another biz, on another um, browser window, and not this window here, because I'll be moving this window around here a little bit. So if you want to just say "Yes and uh, type "Yes" for me, then I'll just go ahead and I'll just continue. Right again. And um, if you ever want the mic, Nancy. Um, just go ahead and let me know that you want the mic, otherwise I'm just going to leave the mic on and Ava and I will be able to converse back and forth here without me having to hold down the mic and I don't want to hog it from you, uh, but I also know that you said that you'd rather just um, listen in and not talk so much because it was you weren't feeling too well but if you decide that there's something you'd like to contribute to the recording oh, you are a bit better now, okay, great so uh, still, though, uh, why don't you just um, type in MIC for mic, and then I'll relinquish the mic. Or if you have a question um, you know, that you'd like to ask, just put a question mark, and then I'll relinquish the mic right away. And Ava will help me to look at that, because sometimes I'm not looking at the screen when I'm talking. So I have I'll a be your habit. eyes. <laughs> a, thank you. Yes, you be my eyes. I have a bad habit of just looking into nothing, because <laughs> I'm like, I can't multitask. If I'm speaking, I can't be looking and reading something else. I just can't do that. I even have trouble chewing gum and uh, walking at the same time. You're a man, <laughs> That's right. I am. I am that man. So uh, let me put this uh, window back here to what I had before. And that would be on tags. And basically what I'm going to show you here will be the same thing that's in that PDF file, Ava. So uh, you can... Either open it up, bookmark it, and or download it, and it's got some extra little um, information about tags and tagging.
2: I'm working on it on another window.
0: Okay, sounds great. Hopefully. All right, well, here's what I have to say about tagging. Before I tell you what tagging is or what tagging isn't, uh, I do have to go a little bit into the history of the WWW. And we all know that WWW stands for World Wide Web. And today, um, in 2006, the World Wide Web is either 10 or 12 years old, um, the commercial web anyway, depending upon when you think the web started, whether that be 1994 when Yahoo actually started, or 1996 when um, AOL decided to um, do Unlimited um, for $20 per month, and people started coming online. in the thousands, if not the hundreds of thousands, and soon AOL grew grew into, what, 30, 40 million people, and so that's when I say the commercial web basically started back in 1996, and that's when Sharon and I came online back in 1996. So, in 2004, things kind of changed. So, the commercial web started back then, 10 or 12 years ago, And that is known as web 1.0 and as you know with software uh, developers usually start with their first version web excuse me point 1.0 and if they upgrade and do newer versions then you go to 2.0 3.0 and so on and so forth or increments thereof well in 2004 the the, uh, web 2.0 was first coined by a few people and so that's when things started to change and what it was that started to change was how the web was being used and the tools that were now available so RSS really simple syndication started to become very much mainstream even though RSS and what is more commonly known as a weblog or a blog has been around since the 90s. It really hasn't caught on with a lot of people until one thing happened. When Blogger.com sold their website and their script and their technology and everything else along with over 1 million members back in 2003 to Google, the, uh, um, you know, internet world, web designers, web marketers, and us SEOs took note. Google bought Blogger? So blogging's gonna be the next big thing? Cause Google bought them? You know, whatever Google buys and so on and so forth is just instantly news and instantly travels and it's the buzz and it's going around this, that, and the other thing. And sure enough, in 2003, after Google bought B- Blogger, blogs were coming up left and right. So I'll pause there and I'll ask for some feedback or uh, some of your own experiences or comments uh, from that. You want to start, Ava? Do you remember that in 2003 when when Google bought Blogger? Do you remember that incident? I do remember that. And
2: like you said, they do make a big hoopla over everything that they
0: do. Absolutely. And so people sit up and take note. I mean, um, you know, it's... That's just Google for you. You know they—they they are a very good brand, and whatever they have their hands in, people start getting into it. So, um, do you have a definition for blog, um, Nancy? Do you want to uh, say anything uh, on that? I'm going to relinquish the mic and I'll buy a diary. That's all I have to say. It, it's like for me. Um, um, how am I going to
1: put it in another context? It's like. Uh, we went from, um, records to, uh, 8-track to, um, VHS and now DVD. Once someone thought of it and then put their ideas to the masses, now the average person, like me, is doing a blog and where before it, it was, um just in the coming say the realms of the people
0: that knew, not um the masses. Yes, exactly Nancy. So yes, um the the masses or as I say mainstream America, mainstream the world has now a good or a somewhat good understanding of what a blog is and you know I find in my circle of influence and the people that I deal with because I have clients in all avenues and um I have a few um webmasters who deal strictly with businesses that are offline who aren't all that tech savvy at all who want to bring their businesses online and have an online presence and that's basically the bulk of their businesses. So when they bring clients to me, I need to be very, very careful when I speak to them so that I don't uh, discourage them or give them the wrong idea because uh, some of these people who who do not yet have a good idea of what a blog is and more specifically a business blog Well, then somehow think maybe, um, as Ava just put it, Ava, how did you just put to me the definition of a blog?
2: Online diary.
0: Yeah, because I've heard several people say to me, uh, Roy, so you mean a blog? What do you mean a blog? I don't need that for my business. Isn't that that thing that um, 14-year-old girls do, and they write uh, Dear Diary, but they do this online, and that's what's called a blog or a weblog? And I say to them, well, no, that's not what I'm speaking of. But see, that's why when I start with a person who is just in the process of looking over what we offer as far as search engine optimization goes and as far as helping them put up a web presence and all of that, when I start talking with them, I tell them, you know, one of the most (coughs) um, important things that you can do for your website is to Uh, build a great foundation for it and the foundation I suggest that you build for it is to RSS enable every single one of your pages or at least your main pages and definitely your home page and they go RSS what's that and I love that question because that's a perfect question because now they have a clean slate in their mind they're not thinking about anything they have no preconceived ideas so I have this perfectly white, clean chalkboard so to speak of which I can (laughs) explain to them exactly what that is. So then I go into my spiel and I explain to them just what an RSS web page is, just what an RSS website is. And if they're savvy enough, after I get going a little bit, they'll go, oh, you mean a weblog or a blog? And I go, oh, yeah, okay, Uh, so what do you know about that? Then I'll ask them and then they'll, you know, they'll look at it in a positive light. So, okay, so let's say that a business blog an RSS-enabled web page and more than, <clears throat> uh, you know, a few of these uh, constitutes a RSS-enabled website. So now, if you have one of these types of foundations for your website, you will now know that one of the main features for an RSS web page, and by the way, RSS stands for Really Simple Syndication. Because that's what you're able to do now, is syndicate these pages automatically, or as I like to say, automagically. And that's basically because there is this feature built into the RSS-enabled website that allows you, the minute you publish, the minute you finish writing out your page and publish it, put it online, and it's going to send out what is known as a ping, P-I-N-G, all of the RSS search engines out there, and they in turn will bring a web spider or crawler or bot or robot or whatever you wish to call that to your new page that you've just published and basically, uh, metaphorically speaking, take a picture of it and run back to their database with it and store it. So if someone is looking for the keywords that you just used on that particular page and you just published it, some of them, these RSS search engines, will have your information in their database to be pulled up within seconds. I think the fastest I ever clocked was like about eight seconds. After publishing, eight seconds later, that information was able to be searched on one of these RSS search engines eight seconds later. Um, Some of them take uh, a few minutes, but none of them take more than, you know, at most maybe a few hours. But most of them are within minutes of your publishing. So if you publish uh, fresh content on a frequent basis, like two, three, four times a day, or once a day, or three or four times a week, or once a week, or once a month, well, it automatically... Automatically, immediately gets picked up by these RSS search engines. So that's what you want. You want to be found in these RSS search engines. Now, only pages that are RSS-enabled can be found in these additional RSS search engines. Now, Google has one in beta. Yahoo has one in beta, and MSN does as well, and so does Ask. Okay. So pretty soon, they're going to go live with their RSS search engine. And what's going to happen is this soon as mainstream America, mainstream the world, realizes, oh, I have a choice now at all the search engines, and when I say all the search engines, there's only four, uh, Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask, all you need to do, they'll tell you, is to search this section of our database, which is the RSS-enabled pages, or the blog pages, as it's more commonly known, and that's probably what the search engines will say, that these are, are blog search pages, as opposed to the static HTML-type pages or the other type static pages. So uh, the average person um, you know, that doesn't have a website or doesn't have a business, that just uses the Internet just to search for things, will now start to realize when you do a search on this section of Google, Or when you do a search on that section of Google, you have the choice now to look for pages that were published minutes ago, as opposed to pages that were published maybe days, weeks, and months ago. So, while this is a good thing for some searches, it doesn't matter for others. For example, if you come online and you want uh, a copy of the, uh, let's say, Gettysburg Address, you could care less if it was published two seconds ago or if it was published two years ago or 20 years ago on that particular page because the Gettysburg Address is the Gettysburg Address and it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. But you don't want to search for something that you know hit the news yesterday or is being talked a lot about today because it's just something that is new in the news or controversial or this or that or so on and so forth or you want to be on the cutting edge of something, whether you look for something as far as internet marketing is concerned or the newest thing that happened with one of the search engines or this changed or that changed. You don't want to necessarily look in the regular or traditional search engine section because there's going to be pages there that are more than 30 days old or two or three months old and haven't been refreshed or renewed since then. But in this newer section, you'll find stuff that's been published, like, minutes ago. I'll pause there and say um, to both you, Nancy and Ava, did you uh, already know this? Was this something that was on your radar? Are you aware of this? Are you looking forward to this? Are you doing some of this? Any of those questions? Ava, I'll start with you since I have you right here.
2: Okay. Um, Well, being in the Internet business, I did know about most of this already. Um, I think a lot of people are very excited about it. And I think there are also other people who are um, more overwhelmed with the thought of having to constantly update their content. I think it's it's a bit related. Um, as most webmasters and most website owners feel that content is so important and you have to keep constantly updating your website. So I think having the RSS feed and the blogs... Uh, really puts the pressure on to have something to say and constantly something unique.
0: Ah, good point. Very good point. I'll I'll come back and address that. I'm going to listen to what Nancy has to say about uh, this. Do you have any comments, questions to what's already been said here, Nancy?
1: Yes, Roy. I'm doing the happy dance. Um, My website, since I did some of the changes that you were suggesting... And using my blog, yippee, uh, my website is um, getting up there. It made the first page when I did my uh, search on Google. It was like, yippee.
0: Um, Regina, hi. Say hi to the group if you've got a mic. I hope you have a mic. Say hi to everyone here. Ava's here and Nancy's here.
3: Hi, this is Regina.
0: Okay, Regina, I'm not going to let you get off that easy. Um more input. Johnny 5 want more input. Why don't you give us your first and last name, give us your URL and tell us a little bit about you and your business. Please. <laughs> Regina, I'm I'm not sure what you're doing, but you need to keep that talk now button pressed in and so press it in and wait about a second and then start talking and then when you finish talking make sure that you continue to hold on to that button for another second before you let go
3: okay can you hear me now good this is really weird seems like i'm talking to myself here (laughs) my name is Regina Baker and Uh, I have several websites, but I'm the host of Christian Business Talk Radio and uh, businessbygrace.com. It's uh, where Christians talk business. And um, it's been exciting doing all of this for several years. I've known Roy uh, for a while, but I, I haven't seen you around lately. I've heard a lot about your SEO. So that's why I'm here today to learn more techniques about it
0: very nice Regina thank you yes um, you know I've known of you I've seen you around we travel the same circles for many years now and so we do need to get together and do a what I've been doing uh, called a meet and greet where I just do a 10-15 minute or so howdy do Uh, I get to know you you get to know me we do a little recording of it we throw an mp3 up on our site your site so other people can listen in and so on and so forth and I think that's going to be something really really cool when people get to listen in uh on <coughs> who people are see I <coughs> I'm a real stickler for who are you not what do you do you know it's like and when I meet somebody hello hi how are you so uh, what do you do no 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 hi so how are you and who are you? And usually people are floored. What do you mean, who am I? Yes, who are you? <laughs> I want to know you. I don't want to know necessarily what you do or, or at least not yet. Let me get to know you first and then tell me what you're all about and so I can make a uh, real connection with you So because I believe very, very strongly in what seems to be the golden rule of networking and uh, also you know Marketing 101 and Business 101 and that is um, people will do business with people that they know, like and trust. And people will refer business to people that they know like and trust, so my aim is to be known, be liked, and be trusted and The quickest way that I know how to do something like that is to just put myself out there in front of people one at a time or ten at a time or a hundred at a time, and just to do it and do it and do it and do it and um By no means am I a uh outspoken or um you know outgoing type of person because i'm really not i'm I'm really shy. And you'd never know it by speaking to me these days and so on and so forth because I've learned uh, a long time ago. I just decided, you know, if I'm going to do this Internet thing, I, I need to put myself out there. And I've always been ready for this talking gig, you know, this speaking gig, this uh, audio networking that uh, we're doing here in, in Kelly's room. This is just totally awesome. I love this. We get to see a web page. We get to see text. We get to listen to people's voices. We even get to see them on well, I have a picture here of Sharon and myself, and if you just add your picture to your profile, then it will be there as well. And Nancy is using her webcam, so we get to see Nancy live and in living color. <laughs> so this is all good to me. Um, and so, uh, Regina, do you do you you do a podcast too, do you not?
3: Yes, I do, Roy.
0: Great. So, uh, you know, you're a a speaker, and you're a listener, and the Lord gave us two ears, one mouth. I know what a lot of people say about that. What is it? Uh, You you should be listening twice as much as you speak? Well, you'd never know that I knew that or know that, Um, (laughs) because if anybody knows me... They know that Sharon has a nickname for me and it's Sir Talk-A-Lot. So, And that's okay. I don't mind it. It's the truth. I do talk a lot and only what I'm passionate about. So if I'm not passionate about this or that, then I'm quiet and you'll never know that I talk a lot. So let's do this. Uh, I'm going to try to catch Regina up to speed here. Uh, Regina, I'm going to go ahead and post a URL for you. You can... Open that page up and or you can simply um, in another browser because if you happen to see right now we're at Wikipedia when we're talking about tags and so that's open right here and if I change pages then I'll change pages here so you can either download that, it's a PDF that has to do with today's topic which is tagging. I call it Tagging 101, we're going to learn about tags and and tagging. So. Uh, i 've already talked a little bit about it, um but not much, so you're coming in at a good time so why don't I just go ahead and uh catch you by surprise and ask you, do you know what tagging is and or have any opinions about it? Are you using it? Are you not using it? Have no opinions, have no knowledge of it? Just anything you wish to share i'm turning the mic over to you <laughs> well if you I, I see that you say that you have no clue and you text that. But just so that you know I'm also recording this, so i i I you know, please don't be shy and step up to the mic whenever um I relinquish it, so I'll leave it at that for right now. You have no clue, okay, let me ask you about blogging. Do you blog Regina, and why don't you step up the mic and tell me yes or no and what you have done and what you are doing and what you know and what you don't know?
3: Yes, I am blogging um I'm not familiar with all of the techniques of blogging, but I do blog. Uh, I've heard so many great stories about how uh, just by having a blog, you can get a lot of traffic through there. So yeah, I am blogging, uh, but I'd like to learn a lot more about it. Regina? Okay, I think you guys can hear me now uh what i said earlier was that i do blog and i'm not familiar with all of the techniques of blogging so um i would like to know more about that as well but my schedule is so full right now but i'm basically here to listen to uh everything that you have to say today roy and um i'm just going to give this back over to you
1: okay um roy i'm right here something that i discovered the last 2 weeks since I've been u- using my blog and um, putting in tags, um, putting and making sure that it goes back to my website, which is our, again, RSS, our um, I'm being noticed, I'm getting extra visitors, and actually extra sales. Um, what I'd like to know about um, Re- uh, Regina is what her website is. I also found it fantastic on um, what I can find out um, on how much it increases my knowledge. I put the audio on um, last night, and I've had people email me on some of their questions.
0: Awesome testimonial, Nancy. Just awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you. And Regina, please, by all means, will you please type in www. and then put in your domain names for Nancy. She'd love to come visit. And if you have more than one or if you have one central one, uh, whatever you would like, please go ahead. Put them all out there. That's what we're here for. We're here to exchange with one another who we are, what we do and how we can help one another so that's what we're all about here so um, thank you Regina for saying what you did about learning more about blogging learning more about SEO and so on and so forth and yes I am known as uh, the SEO person this is my um, first and foremost passion online other than of course um, networking which is just uh, going into all the world and sharing my good news with everyone that wants to hear it and if you don't that's okay you don't have to so I uh, like I said earlier I've put myself out there uh, offline I'm, I'm this this very very shy person I'd really have to get to know you and know that you're not going to make fun of me and laugh at me when I open my mouth before I actually do so online I'm a little braver, I'm a little bolder. I just throw myself out there hopefully I'm uh saying what you want to hear, and that'll resonate with you and you'll stick around <laughs> if not, you'll be gone and I've learned not to take that personally so <laughs> I'm getting better, better all the time, and that's why I uh asked Kelly too if we could do this networking thing, you know not only to share with one another what we already know. But just so that we can get up to the mic and speak. And not have any fear of public speaking like so many people do, you know. It's like, shoot me first before I go up there and speak in front of people. And an acronym I learned about, which is the acronym for fear, is basically false evidence appearing real. And usually what people are most afraid of, I can tell you that from experience, about speaking or fear about whatever, it's just concocted and conjured in your own mind. It's not real. So it's just evidence that appears real, but just go out there and do it. Fall on your face if you need to, that's okay. And uh, you know, if you do it here, no one will laugh and we just pick right back up. So I appreciate that. And as a podcaster, Regina, let me just uh, find out from you a little bit. uh, Are you a natural speaker, talker, interviewer, podcaster person? (laughs) Or was this something that you had to just kind of force yourself into as well? Uh, Any background on that would be uh, much appreciated.
3: Okay. Yes, Roy. I'm a uh, motivational speaker, trainer, and coach. And, yes, I did have to get used to speaking in the front of the room, I was laughing at what you said earlier about that, just getting out there doing it, because I was one of those people that said, no way. But, yeah, I speak to several thousands of people and have traveled around the world training people, and uh, what I do with the Christian Business Talk Radio is we interview Christians in business and, and talk to them about their business. Uh, the podcasting is is basically the same. It's the MP3 files that we download into the podcast, and um, that's about it as far as um, you know the the actual speaking that I'm doing online right now. I've done a couple of uh, seminars where the speaking was pre recorded, so yeah, I do speaking online, and and I love it.
0: That is just great, Regina. Thank you for sharing that. Um I would like to add your feed. You do have a feed for christianbusinesstalkradio.com for those of you who are listening on uh the recording. Oh, by, by the way, Regina, I am recording this. And if you will get in touch with me, uh are you on? You can just type a yes into the chat room if you are. If you are on Yahoo Messenger, I can give you my contact info so that you can get that with me and I can just scoot that on over to you, this recording here. And I will probably also put it online, but that won't be for a few days yet. And you can catch the first, um, you know, hour or so that you've missed here. And if not, you can wait for that. But here I'm going to go ahead and put a link here. It's, um, IWON.net slash podcast i1.net slash podcasts. And if you go there, I would like to add your feed, Regina, with your permission, to that. And as you can see, I do have several people's feeds already there, and I'm looking for more to add to that. And I will be adding this particular recording here, of the podcast that we're doing right here will be there. Just look for Networking 101 with today's date, and that should be up in a few days, and hopefully before next Thursday when we have another one, when we have the next one. Uh, Regina, okay, you're not on YM. Uh, Regina, are you on Skype? And for those who are listening and do want to contact me, I'm on Skype and Yahoo Messenger with the ID, my name, Roy Montero. R-O-Y-M-O-N-T-E-R-O. You can easily reach me that way. Regina says she is okay. I won't say that just in case she doesn't want me. And um, I'll put mine here. So, yes, I can then send you this file, Regina, afterwards for download, oh, she says it's fine to give it out, so Regina's Skype, if you want to Skype uh, with Regina Baker, is regina.baker, and once again, my Skype ID is Roy Montero, no dot, no underscore, no nothing, just Roy Montero, one word, okay, so, uh, just quickly catch Regina up to speed, if she is blogging, which she is. She's podcasting, so she probably has some of her podcasts on there as well. Tagging. So you're not... Give
2: my Skype name, too, if you want. What's that? I can give my Skype name, too,
0: if you want. Please, absolutely.
2: Okay, it's Ava Hosting. A-V-A-H-O-S-T-I-N-G. And I would put it into the text right now, but for some reason it's scrolling up.
0: Huh, okay. And uh, what about you, Nancy? Are you on Skype or Yahoo Messenger that you'd like to give your information out? Okay, so Precious Baby Sight, is that your Yahoo ID, Nancy? I think it is. So for you, if you want to get in touch with Nancy McDonald, yes, it is. It's Precious Baby Site, all one word, and that is also Nancy's URL, preciousbabysite.com. And so Regina just sent me some contact information, and I accepted it, so now Regina and I are officially Skype buddies. So that's a cool thing. Skype is just wonderful. I know that there's probably at any given time over 5 million people that are Skyping one another. And for those of you on the call, it is now early August. It's like August 3rd. And for the remainder of 2006, if you get Skype, you just go to Skype.com, S-K-Y-P-E-P as in Paul, dot com, you can download a free version of Skype. It's all free. And normally calls would cost you to the United States anywhere and Canada anywhere just a few pennies, a lot cheaper than your uh, local uh, telecom. And But right now you can call anywhere in the States and or the, um, uh, Canada for free till the end of the year. So if you happen to be on any conference calls or you want to Skype your buddies and this and that, that would be the great way to go. So for those of you on the recording... That is just a little tidbit of information and resources here. Uh, Okay, now back to tagging. So what exactly is tagging? Well, in a nutshell, tagging is basically putting a specific word, not a phrase, a word, a single word on your blog post or on your RSS-enabled Web page. I'll repeat this for Regina because uh, she wasn't here when I was talking about this, but you can listen to it in the recording. Regina, have you heard the difference between Web 1.0 and Web 2.0? Do you know that there is a difference between the two? Have you heard about Web 2.0 tools? Have you heard that probably the commercial web started somewhere in 1994 or 1996, depending upon whether you see Yahoo as the determiner or uh, AOL as the determiner? I see it as either or either, and so since 2004, we've been under the updated version of the web, Web 2.0. Uh There's a lot of um, uh, people who are just consumers on the web, who don't have a website, who don't have a business, who use it for this or that email and or just you know exploring finding new things their hobbies what have you information and so on and so forth and I refer to them as end users and uh, all of us here are also a part of that but we all also have businesses so we're a lot more savvy when it comes to stuff like that and so if you weren't already aware and are in business that the web has upgraded to version (laughs) 2 since 2004, then you really need to get with it because um, if you don't and uh, your competition does, then they're going to be a little ahead of you. And so that's where tagging comes in really um, to help you to bring in like what Nancy was saying earlier. She's been blogging and blogging using an RSS enabled web page allows you to be found in the new RSS search engines that have been around for the last two, three, four years, and as well as in the major, well, not the major search engines, the only search engines, which there are four of, which is Google, Yahoo, MSN, and ASK, all have in beta their version of RSS search engine. And pretty soon, they're going to open it up. To mainstream America, mainstream the world, and people are going to become aware that they can now search either this section of Google or that section of Google. This section here will show you pages that are more than 30 days old, or published more than 30 days ago, or longer. Because even though it was updated and freshened 30 days ago, the uh, author or publisher of that particular website, especially if it's a brochure, excuse me, brochureware site where the author or the owner, site owner, uh, let's say that they are a lawyer or a CPA or uh, a dentist or what have you, and all they have is just, hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so, here are my credentials, here's my phone number, here's my hours, and um, that's it. It's just a web brochure. It's just static web pages. doesn't do anything, doesn't say anything, and has probably not been updated since 1994 or 1996 or whenever it was that they came online whereas now you can also search this other section that includes pages that have been published as soon as just one or two or three or four seconds ago you can find them that's how quick it is so uh while it was the www way back then the world wide web now some people are referring to it as the world live web or the alive web or web 2.0 i'm going to uh, pause right here and ask for some feedback from Regina, because I saw a wow earlier here from Regina, but uh, I would like to hear what you have to say to what I just um, said, Regina. Thank you. Um,
3: Basically, what you're talking about, Roy, I'm not familiar with that. Um, uh, The the more technical side of uh, learning all of this, this is all new to me. Basically, what I did was jump online and create a website, and now I hear all of this, this new technology and everything that's going on. So I'm not familiar with any of this. So what you're saying is a wealth of information for me.
0: Wonderful, Regina. I'm going to pick your brain just a little bit more for my own self. Uh, You'll know me soon enough as the boy that needs the feedback. If you remember that movie Short Circuit with Ali Sheedy, with that little robot guy, uh, Johnny Five, and he'd go around reading these books and flipping through them and just absorbing all this knowledge, and he'd say, Johnny Five, more input, more input, Johnny Five, that's me. So I love feedback, love more input, and so I'm going to ask you, (laughs) is this helping you to kind of listen to this rather than to have to search this down and hunt this down to kill it, to to bring it home to... Because obviously you're a very, very busy woman and just, um, you know, walking into an hour of networking like this where you can listen to this new technology being explained and maybe what you need to do next or so on and so forth. Is that easier for you to digest and be a part of than to, you know, hunt it down and kill it?
3: (laughs) Absolutely, Roy. This is, I prefer this method of learning about, uh, all of all of the new stuff that's going on because, you know, trying to hunt it down, I mean, when do you have time to do that? So, yeah, I prefer hearing you talk about it because it comes across clearer. At the same time, we have the opportunities to ask questions.
0: And, and I think you just hit the nail on the head there, and I'm going to open this up for Ava and for Nancy as well, because... That's what does it for me. I hate having to go and look something up and research it and read it and this and that. And if I have a question or two, uh, to ask that person who wrote that article or that person who put that pro, uh, you know, uh, product together, whatever it is, an info product or so on and so forth, that immediate interaction is what does it for me. It's just, I love that part of it. So, uh, Ava, do you have anything to say on that? Is that a good thing for you, a bad thing, or how do you like learning best?
2: I think this way is, far better between the voice chatting, the text chatting, and the ability to see the files and the information and the video on the browser is great. I mean, it's a multimedia presentation. And it's not like when you can go to a conference, in the real life, I'll call it, and you can't even get to the speaker. You can't hardly raise your hand because they won't see you. <laughs> this is much better. Um, I know that in, in my business at Ava Hosting, it's um, it's much better when people call the like tech support number and ask questions because if they start to read all the manuals and the help files, they'll just fall asleep. So this way is much easier.
0: I, I quite agree, Nancy. Uh, do you have anything, any comments, any questions on what was what you know? Do you learn best this way? Do you like this? I mean, I think I already know the answer, but I'd love to hear you say it. You've been to all of my uh, networking events, so uh, I just wanted to mention that. Nancy's just been there bright and early. She always she was here before I was this morning, so Nancy?
1: I find learning uh, much better uh, when um, it's not only visual, but audio. So it's like going to the help pages. You can't understand what's being said, but if you hear it um, through all your senses, then you have a better chance of uh, absorbing it.
0: Absolutely. I quite agree with that. The, you know, it, that seems to be the consensus of, of how people learn best is to, to hear it with with their ears, to see it with their eyes, um, either a, a picture of it or a video of it, like a screen capture video or something like that. And then to be able to interact and ask questions right away. I mean, the learning curve of, of, of maybe having to read it just out of a manual by yourself, w- something that would take you days would now be, you know, maybe hours, if not minutes. And something that would take you weeks would definitely be boiled down to, like, hours. So it cuts the learning curve way down. And what gets me is the fact that not enough people take advantage of this. I mean, it's like, I know more than just four of us were told that there was a chat going on today, and it's like, um, does anybody have any ideas on why more people don't attend Net- from from the obvious uh, reason that, okay, they're doing something else, but if they're able to do it, I mean, even myself, I offer free one-hour um, consultations with SEO, and I post a lot in forums, and it's on our website, and I know that probably one or two out of every thousand people that see it actually take me up on that offer. And I was just kind of wondering what your thoughts might be as to why that is. Anybody? Just step up to the mic.
1: Roy, it, it's like um, it's like the business. You have a lot of people that say they're interested or are going to do something. Um, they're all talk and no action. I have noticed um, the last month I've been listening to Kelly's podcast, taking time out, and actually making an appointment on my calendar of how important this is in learning. And that's why I'm here.
3: Yeah, I agree with what Nancy said, that it's basically, you know, making sure that you put things on your calendars and have reminders. Because a lot of people want to hear this information, but they forget uh even though they, they see it in their email they still forget and then you know we've got to remember that we still have a lot of people that are out there working the nine to five and it's a challenge for them to get online but I think just promoting it more often than norm and reminding people and informing people to put it on their calendars I think we'd have you know more people to participate in this. I think that Um,
2: Being online, working on the internet, there is actually more to do than if you worked on your own 9 to 5. The the updates that you have to make on your website, the content that you have to get, the um, the contacts that you need to make online, it's like the said, 24 hours a day. There's no stopping. The internet is open 24 hours a day. Your stores are open 24 hours a day, online stores. And there's so much to do. And working on our own at home or if you're a work-at-home mom, there's no no cut-off time. There's no 5 o'clock and we have to go home. Um, My daughter's coming home any minute now, but uh, I continue working. And as soon as she goes into the other room, I'm running to check my email. I'm seeing what's going on online. And there's constant sources of information on the Internet. So there's information overload, um, like tagging, for instance, and all of Roy's seminars and his great information. We need to keep up. So let's get back to tagging. Go ahead.
0: Great. Uh, Let's do that. Let's get back to that. But I just want to address what you just said. Awesome, um, Ava. Thank you, Regina, and thank you, Nancy, for that feedback. I I, I totally agree with everything that that you've said. So what we need to do is get the word out. So there's going to be a recording of this. So just by show of hands, um, just put a Y for yes, if you think that this is going to be valuable for somebody to be able to pick up this recording and listen to it and then see, oh, my gosh, um, you know, I could be a part of that, I could be asking questions, I can do this and so on and so forth if they know when the next one or next ones are going to be happening because I do want this to to be an ongoing weekly thing and and Kelly has picked up uh, on that as well. So Kelly's doing it on Tuesdays and I'm doing it on Thursdays and hopefully we can get more people to do these types of social networking uh, just for networking purposes and maybe um, add on a little bit of information on their expertise and so on and so forth here and there, but basically for the networking. Awesome. Um, Okay, back to tagging really quick. We'll say that if you have a RSS-enabled website, you can make use of tags, and tags are pretty much a thing for allowing people to quickly find information that that particular post or article or document or file or whatever you call that you just published and um, help you to focus in on what exactly that is. And so if you use the right kind of tags, which are no more than a single word, but you can have several tags. For example, if you wanted to tag, uh, let's say, your name, We'll use Regina Baker as our example. Then you would put in the tag Regina and in the tag Baker, two different tags. One tag says Regina, one tag says Baker. So people who click on just the Baker tag or uh, type in just the Baker tag will get Regina, but everybody else who happens to be a Baker. So, but then if you put in both Regina and Baker or Baker and Regina, then just Regina stuff will come up that she's tagged with her name so people can do all kinds of things with this you can make up your own you know special word or what have you and just share it with colleagues and so that they can easily find your stuff uh in case you have 4 or 5 6 di- different blogs that you're which a lot of people do do that so if they use the same tag on every single one of their different blogs and they already have a um you know following either a list or something like that and you don't want to necessarily subscribe to all four or all five of these particular blogs that either your friend or your colleague has, well, then you can tag it with a, you know, a special tag that everyone knows and easily find that. But more so than not, people are using it much like the old meta tags, which are today, of course, uh, completely useless, and some would argue that point with me, and that's okay, because... um, Uh, I'm mainly concerned myself with Google, and Google has never used meta tags to help it rank itself. They use the meta description tag, yes, but if you don't put the meta description tag, then they will just take a snippet from your page, which Matt Cutts, uh, their software engineer, has said is even better, and I agree with him. So you can put a meta description tag, but it's not going to happen unless you use specific keywords within it that people are searching for. And if people are searching for a keyword phrase that's not in your meta description, then it's not gonna show it anyway and it's gonna show a snippet. So I just say, don't bother with it. Don't get uh, to the point where you're overly depending upon your meta tags for search engine rankings because they're not gonna do anything good for you at all. So um, in Web 2.0, people have started tagging their posts and so on and so forth. And if you have my download, Then you'll see in there that there is a WordPress. If you happen to do, I'm a total believer in WordPress. There's other blogging platforms out there, RSS enabled platforms out there, um, you know, um, content management systems and so on and so forth. But I am, I only recommend WordPress. And there's a plugin for WordPress that allows you to add these keywords automatically while you're putting that post of yours together or that article together and it will put these on there without you having to do all the formatting and so on and so forth and the link is found in the PDF file I call I think it's called simple tags so for people listening just simply type in simple tags I think it's one word and and then just add WordPress plugin and I'm sure you'll find it so I have the Wikipedia page open. First of all, let me see by show of hands uh, of those present. Just type a Y if the answer is yes. Do you already know about wikipedia.org, and do you use it? Okay, I see that Kelly has returned, and so I will just uh let Kelly know that We're still talking about tagging, and we really haven't gotten into it yet. Regina joined us kind of late, and so I kind of reiterated some of the things, and we've gotten to know each other, did a little bit of networking and so forth. So Kelly says that she's already finished her project. Great. So we're just basically getting into it. My question, Kelly, was um, do you know about wikipedia.org and or do you use it? So um, if you have anything to say on that, please step up to the mic and let us know if you know it and or use it. Kelly says, yes, no. Yes, she knows about it. No, she doesn't use it. (laughs) Okay, great. So uh, does anybody have anything to say about Wikipedia? Um, Probably not, since you're not too familiar with it. Let me tell you that it's an online encyclopedia, and it is something like open source, where anybody can go in there and add an entry, add some information. So you have to be very careful, because it's basically being self-policed by Certain people that go in there and try to keep tabs on it, and so on and so forth. And I think it's just, it's totally awesome. Some things you need to be very, very careful about. Uh, You can't take as gospel, so you just have to take it with a grain of salt and use other references uh, as well. So, since I already know what tagging is about, I decided to go here because it's probably going to be the most resourceful in any one place. So I have my the website web page here open to uh, Wikipedia for the term tags and uh, as you scroll down you can kinda see some of these particular links here so on and so forth so let me just read what it has to say here a tag is a keyword, or descriptive term associated with an item as means of classification by means of a folksonomy and it's got a link for that tags are usually common excuse me chosen informally and personally by the author creator of the item ie not usually as part of some formally defined classification scheme. Tags are typically used in dynamic, flexible, automatically generated internet taxonomies for online resources such as computer files, web pages, digital images, and internet bookmarks, both in social bookmarking services and in the current generation of web browsers. See Flock and Mozilla Firefox 2.0. For this reason, tagging has become associated with the Web 2.0 movement. It's got a link for Web 2.0 is what I spoke about earlier. Typically an item will have one or more tags associated with it as part of some automated classification software or system. The software will provide links to other items that share that keyword tag or even to specify collections of tags. This allows for multiple browsable paths, in quotes, through the uh, the items which can quickly and easily be altered by the collection's administrator with minimal effort and planning. And it gives you a, for example, let's say that a web page hosted on a web server or blog server which supports tagging might have the tags baseball, Red Sox, tickets, away games. Tags can be more than one word. Huh, it can be more than one word. Okay, but I've always seen it as, let's see. We have Red Sox here as more than one word, and there's probably a space between it. Let me just click on this for a second. Okay, this is this is not what I teach. Okay, Red Sox has got an underscore. Okay, so let's see. Da, 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 okay, I'm going to go ahead and probably do a little bit more research on that, but I'm teaching that you should go ahead and do it one word. That way, like Red Sox, if you do it as as two words and you use a space in between it's not really good sometimes because <clears throat> uh, I, I just prefer using it as, as one and that way uh, you can do red and you can do socks and that way if somebody searches for socks and red and your page will come up or for red and socks and your page will come up rather than having to have both red and socks in there so it won't come up for just red and it won't come up for just socks so um, let me pause there and see if there's any questions that anybody has have I com- totally confused you has this so let's let's pause for questions and or comments. Okay, so I'll take that as a no, nobody has any questions and or what to say here. Um, so basically there's really not too much to learn about this. That's basically the crux of it. What you do need to know is um, that this is probably associated with Technorati. Okay, uh, these tags are definitely associated with Technorati. So I'm going to bring you down the screen here. I hope everybody can see me scrolling down this screen and it says here, list of tagging networks. Okay. Oh, we
2: can't oh, what? I don't think anybody can see you scroll down.
0: Okay, you didn't see me scrolling down. Okay, let's see, what do I have this as? I have it as follow me mode, so it should be, let me click it again, hopefully it's showing that. Kelly, in follow me mode, if I scroll down with the um, web browser, will that show to the rest of the room as well, or is it only the page? the page ah okay kelly I, I I see unless you do desktop sharing. oh okay, I, I get it. All right, well, the page that I have in front of me here, I'll just change over to the next page then um, this has to do with okay, let's see look let me show you a tag cloud first of all, and let me just change that page. You can see a tag cloud here, and then I'll click on that to show you the huge tag cloud here with bigger words and smaller words. I should say bigger font, smaller font. I'm going to go back here and Regina says, Regina, are you totally lost? Okay, let's see. I can't find my text here. I'm totally clueless. I think I need a beginner's class. Laugh out loud. Okay, you know what? I'm going to open up the mic for Regina. And uh, Regina, have you asked me some questions here? um, Because yes, if I've confused you, I don't want to do that. This is way too simple to be confusing people. So, Why don't you tell me what you have heard and what you're confused about and so on and so forth?
3: Roy, it's not that I'm confused. I'm just clueless on this. I'm uh, I'm looking at everything, and you're not confusing me. Uh, I'm sure you know exactly what you're doing. I'm just not caught up to this point yet. So it's going to take me a little while longer to understand everything that you're talking about. So go right ahead.
0: Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. You did write that you were clueless. There is a difference between clueless and confusion. See, I'm the confused one. So, And here's what I know about a confused mind. If you are confused, or if I am confused, here's what our mind does. Nothing. <laughs> it does nothing. It hits the back button. <laughs> it goes back from whence it came. So I don't want that happening, but uh, Regina did say she was clueless. Okay, Regina, do you use WordPress or another, use TypePad or something like that as far as the blogging platform that you're using? Let me find that out first. I use WordPress. Excellent. If you uh, download that PDF file that I showed you earlier, there's a link there to the plugin for Simple Tags. And. If anybody already has that open, why don't you go ahead and uh, copy-paste that URL here, if you can, um, or I will open this up for me and go back in and find it. Okay, there it is. Hold on. I will do this now. Copy-paste this and show you that if you download this plugin, when you now compose every single one of your posts for WordPress, At the bottom of your WordPress, um, right before you hit the publish button, you should probably see um, an add-on for simple tags, and you just simply add specific keywords. You'll have to read on the instructions. I haven't installed one my own self, where you, you may need to separate the words by space and or comma and or whatever it is that the script calls for. So every time you write your post, you can add certain tags to it. One, two, three, four, how many ever tags you need or want. And these tags go to Technorati. If you're familiar with Technorati, Technorati is one of the top RSS search engines out there. People go there to find your blog. People go there to find your post. People go there to look and do research. So you definitely want to have your um, RSS pages being pinged to Technorati, which they will be if you're using WordPress. It does it by default. That's one of the default RSS search engines. So if you just add that, Regina, then you will just simply be able to add certain keywords, which are called tags or tagging, to each and every post, and that way people can go to Technorati and or the rest and search by tag as well as by keyword. It's a different function. I don't know if you've been to Technorati lately, but there's tabs there, and you can search by the default search, or you can search by blog, or you can search by tag. And if you search by tag, then there's going to be less competition for you because not a lot of people are going to have the same tags as you for your particular subject matter, for your particular post. Does that help you at all, Regina? I'd like some feedback on that, please.
3: Yeah, that did. Um, That helps a lot.
0: Good, because I want you to be up to speed because tagging is really quite simple. If you know how to blog, you're already blogging. It's just as simple as adding a plugin. That's a good one there. There's probably others, but this is the one that's most popular. And so I just thought I'd bring this one up. Uh, There are others. So if you want to search for others out there, just simply do a search like this WordPress theme, or not plugin, WordPress plugin, put quotes around it, and then tag, tags, or tagging. And you might even want to add Technorati to that. There are also, and I won't get into that now, I'll just touch on it, there's also plugins for social bookmarking, which is different. Uh, Anybody here familiar with the website known as Delicious? (laughs) Regina just says, what might even be better for me is to hire someone to do it, laugh out loud. Yes, that might be better. (laughs) See, once you know about something and you don't have the time to do it, um, then yes, outsource the work. Absolutely. This is usually best to do if you don't know how to do it. But if you don't know about it, then you don't know that you need to outsource it. So that's another thing is that uh, this is useful to come to all of these. Um, So yes, Kelly says yes. She has. (laughs) Love the way you put that together, Kelly. Uh, Kelly says, yes, I have, but she typed it in, Y E dot S-I dot H A V E. So, uh, Kelly, why don't you step up to the mic and tell us why you did that and tell us what you know about Delicious, please.
4: Sorry, I didn't have my microphone plugged in. I typed it in with the dots because Delicious is actually, it looks like Delicious, but it's spelled out as delicious um, by the domain name, so it's like you know so many letters so many letters dot I don't remember what the exact one is right now. I was trying to get to the web page in fast fast enough
0: yes that that is exactly true delicious is it's not delicious dot com it's not delicious dot anything because it's dot u s It ends in .us, and they spelt it out as delicious, but it's also a subdomain of a domain with a US extension. It's really kind of cool and neat the way they did that. So I'd have to actually put that out in front of you here in order for you to see that. And uh, like Kelly, uh, the actual, um, let's see if I remember how to spell delicious, I will attempt to do that and put that together here. I think this is it. Yep, this is it. So I will put this in the chat room and I will say it out loud and so you can go to it. Oh, there you go. Kelly got it. Okay. So it's um, del.icio.us. Dot dot that's the name of the website. Delicious. And that's where the URL is located. Del.icio.us. and Kelly what would you say about that what do you know about delicious what is delicious do you use delicious do you read delicious can you give us some on that before and I said I wasn't going to touch on social bookmarking but let's do because um, you happen to know something about it and then time is like just right so just a couple minutes on this would be great
4: (laughs) I know something about this I I do have a membership with Delicious, um, I haven't exploited it nearly as much as I can, but basically you can create a membership at Delicious and then you can actually have a little Delicious plugin added to your browser. Um, I have a Delicious plugin on my fi- Firefox browser, so as I'm zooming around the web, and I find something about like podcasting that I really think is interesting and I and I want to mark it for later rather than adding a bookmark to my browser i mark it in my I tag it in delicious and then another time when I want to go write an article about podcasting I'll go check out all those websites that I tagged and you know go back to that resource and the cool thing is that I can share the link to my um, to my Delicious page, so that other people can see what I've tagged, if I want to. Um, that could be fun, you know, sharing sharing that with each other. That's the social aspect of it, I guess. And like I said, I, I have not exploited it. A great deal you'll see there's there's just a handful that I did and um, it's one of those things that you always mean to go back and and spend more time with and I will I promise
0: (laughs) well that about sums it up Uh, the only thing I would like to add to that basically is that there are Regina and those who have WordPress I don't know about the other platforms I'm sure they might have plugins for them as well but there are social um, bookmarking plugins. The, um, there's another one called Dig, digg.com. It's similar to Delicious. Delicious was bought by Yahoo. So <clears throat> if that is any indication, when a search engine buys up a property, they usually have some good idea for it, hopefully. I think they do. I think this is a um, good thing, social bookmarking. It's kind of a sister to the tagging. There's also, um, you know, if you have a Dig link and a Delicious link along with every single one of your posts, then people who read your posts, even if they're not thinking about this, like what Kelly's doing, oh, if I find a good post or site or page or what have you, I will just bookmark this on my Delicious account, uh this is just a constant reminder to them uh that after they finish reading this that they can just click on it and if they have a an account, boom, it'll be stored there and if they don't, then they can quickly add an account and make an account. So it also helps to have other people become very aware of this. And not only that, but if you go to Delicious and you search it like you would a search engine, then you will start to see all of the um you know, people who have bookmarked pages with certain keywords. For example, I just went there and typed in WHAM, okay, W-A-H-M, work at home mom. So I see that it's showing one of ten results out of three hundred and twenty-four. There's only three hundred and twenty-four results. WHAMIM.com is first. WHAMPLANET.com is second. Uh, The tag for delicious WHAM is third. CHRISTIANWHAMNETWORK.com is fourth and Mommy classifieds and wham-auctions.com and mommyswhamplace.com slash classifiedads.html. So you see what I'm saying here. I'm going to go ahead and post that link here. And then, of course, uh, go there and see all that there is in your favorite subject and keywords and so on and so forth. It's a great way. It's called social bookmarking it's a great way to social network. Social networking is absolutely hot. Super, super hot. It's been so for the last two years and it's getting more and more press each and every day and more and more people are discovering it and so on and so forth and of course along with that comes all the spammers. So then you uh, will probably see in your email box lots and lots of spam that has to do with certain info products that people are creating because They want to uh, exploit something like this and um, hype it up. And, of course, it always has to do with the search engines. And I really hate that. You know, as an SEO, I hate that. Oh, uh, (coughs) excuse me. One of the last things was the blogging and pinging. Oh, yeah, get yourself a blog. Buy our, our, our product and blog and ping your way to the top of the search engines. And some people wrote... Uh, robots for it, and they're blogging and pinging with, um, you know, nonsense um, posts and or just keywords every second. (laughs) Um, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And if you go to blogger.com, you can probably just sit there and go from one blog to the next by clicking that button at the top left there, and you can go to the next blog, next blog, and so on and so forth. And some people have said by doing so, uh, one out of every three, or two out of every three, I think... Blogs are what they call splogs, uh, S-P-L-O-G-S, splogs, a cross between a spam and a blog. So it's a spam blog, and uh, people are just doing it just so that they can get, um, hopefully, hopefully they think high rankings, which of course they, they really don't. They're just creating more and more of a mess in our search engines, and then they link it to their main sites or what have you or this or that, but anyway. Social bookmarking and tagging are definitely things you want to get involved with, but you don't want to overdo it, and you certainly don't want the reputation as a spammer or for having a splog. So be careful how you do that. I'm always available, like I said, through Yahoo, I am, or Skype. If you want to ask me a question or two about it, hey Roy, you know, should I do this? Should I not do that? Or look, here's what I've done. Is this okay? And I will be more than happy to just take a quick look at your site and say, yay or nay to what you're doing, or yeah, or maybe, and then give you another suggestion or idea or something like that. So, uh, and as you can see uh on the screen in front of you, this is what's called a a, uh, a tag cloud. Sometimes when you go to some of these other social Uh, networking sites, such as what's really big are the photo sites, like Flickr. Uh, Guess who bought Flickr? Does anybody know who bought Flickr? Just type it on into the uh, uh, um, uh, text uh, area there, if anybody knows. Kelly says Google, no. Ava says Google, no. It's, uh, It's Yahoo, isn't it? Don't tell me I'm wrong. Let's see. I'm thinking it's Yahoo. Now, you guys got me guessing since you both said Google. Okay, I'm still sticking with my guns, and I'm going to say it's Yahoo uh, until I go check it out and find out that it's Google. So um, I hope you ladies are wrong at this at this point because I'm pretty sure it's Yahoo. So Yahoo's got Delicious. Yahoo's got Flickr. And um, if somebody... What's a Flickr, Nancy says? <laughs> Excellent. Well, Flickr is spelled F L I. C-K-R no E Kelly says Google is uh, a Picasa, that's correct yes, Google is Picasso. so Flickr is owned by Yahoo Yahoo did buy Flickr because Yahoo saw the implications, it is the uh, in my opinion I believe it is and probably um, <clears throat> by sheer amounts of traffic and or members, it is the largest photo site, photo sharing site on the internet, you put your photos up And I do believe you have the opportunity, I don't have an account there yet, but I do believe you have the opportunity to make certain areas and or certain accounts private, but you also have the opportunity to make it public and share it with people. So once again, if you use the proper tags with your photos, since photos don't have any words on them that can be searched, you tag them. You can say 40th birthday party, 5th anniversary, backyard fun, whatever, you know. Uh, This event or that event, if you happen to have went to a networking event, you took pictures there, or you went to a conference or something like that and you took pictures there, you can put the conference name down and so on and so forth, and all your friends and buddies who are looking for that, or whatever, you know, pony rides, uh, skiing, whatever. Whatever you tag your photos with, this is what people will be able to go to these photo sharing sites for and... Look at your pictures, share your pictures. They can even take those pictures and put it on their own website with some code. You can do this also with videos. If you go to video.google.com, I believe that is, in my opinion, the best um, video uh, sharing site right now. Uh, There's also YouTube, Y-O-U-T-U-B-E.com, which has a lot of members. And that's another way that you can get your, um, and this is especially good for us business people because you can put your videos up there, your um, screen capture videos, and or your regular videos, your how-to videos, and it's a great way for you to go and um, be known, be liked, be trusted. And again, you use tags so that people can search for them and find them very, very easily, very, very quickly. So that's where tagging comes in, very, very um, um, useful. Okay, let's see, we got some questions here. Uh, what were some questions? Ava, did you have some questions you want to ask that right now?
2: I didn't hear the first website that you mentioned before YouTube.
0: Was it Flickr?
2: After that, <laughs> the other video sharing site. YouTube? Before YouTube. Oh, you that know?
0: was Google. So that would be at, um, uh, let me type that in. It's Google dot, excuse me, video dot Google dot com.
2: You didn't mention another one?
0: Video sharing?
2: I think it was video sharing, Yeah.
0: No, I only mentioned two video sharings.
2: Okay, I thought I missed something.
0: YouTube okay. and uh, Google. The, you can also go to um, video dot um, Yahoo dot com. And then, of course, that's uh, also uh, for podcasting. You can go to, Yahoo has a really good podcasting one. Uh, Google doesn't even have podcasting yet, which surprises me. So there's a, a real good podcasting directory at Yahoo, which is at Yahoo, or excuse me, podcast, podcasts, I believe, with an S. You'll have to check it either singular or plural dot yahoo dot com. Let me put a pause in this right here. And um, well, let me finish with this tag cloud. See this tag cloud right here. The bigger the font, the more popular the word. So if you're looking at this uh, tag cloud in front of you here, this is for Flickr. So some of the major uh, t- uh, words that people have tagged is some of the bigger ones: California, camera phone, family, friends, Japan, flower, flowers, um, beach, birthday, art baby, Australia, party, wedding, vacation, travel, water. You see what I'm saying? And then the smaller ones, those have been tagged also, like sun, school, sea, phone, pink, New Zealand, you know, museum, mountains, landscape, light, Los Angeles, look at that kind of stuff. So I'll pause right here and just simply ask for any questions and or comments through the microphone.
1: Okay, for the video cloud, is it um, something that the search engines see but not the
0: rest of the the people, like your your visitors? Okay. Hopefully you all see the video cloud, or excuse me, the uh, tag cloud that's in the browser window right now in the room. I've synchronized it twice now. I'll do it one more time. This is available on the site Flickr.com. So when you go to some of your social networking sites... Usually your, all your photo sites will have something similar to this. So rather than uh, trying to figure out what to search for, like you do when you go to Google, if you go visit the page that has this um, tagging cloud, or tag cloud, as it's called, you can already see what, what you know people are uh, already putting in and what's some of the more popular words that are being tagged. So you don't have to guess at what's in there and type it in. You just have to simply click on the word. And the larger the font, the more popular that particular word is, which means that there's going to be more photographs or more entries or more listings for whatever it is, whether it's a photo sharing, video sharing or just a text site like you know the regular search engines to find documents, files and so on and so forth. So did did that help? Okay, so Nancy, you want to know, do you use the Tag Cloud on your website? Why don't you step up to the mic and ask me the question, because I'm sorry, I I miss all this text stuff. Can't read and talk at the same time.
1: (laughs) Okay, you were talking about Flickr. I see what it is on um, the browser. Where does one use Flickr? Is it a website that you plug into, so when you're doing your web page, or exactly what is it? I understand about um, the tags and the search, but I'm asking um, where would one use this knowledge?
0: Okay, I can see that you're still a little in the dark about what a social networking site is. So let me tell you that a social networking site is basically a place where people like you and I can go and post our whatevers. If we go to a photo sharing site, then we can post our photos, our still photos. If we go to a video sharing site, then we can share our videos with the rest of the world. If we go to a um, um, social bookmarking site, then we can share our bookmarks with the rest of the world. And what happens is is that once all of these particular um, social networking sites start to fill up with content from its users, you and I, who post our photos, videos, bookmarks, sites, whatever, then uh, we could go there, or anyone can go there. You don't even have to have an account there to search it. And when you start to search it, then you can find certain photographs of other people, uh, of landscapes, or you can find videos, how-to videos, how to do this, how to do that, or videos of somebody's birthday party or whatever, and somebody's bookmarks and so on and so forth. And then they give you certain code that you can take back to your own pages and you can share that with your own visitors off of your RSS enabled web pages and or even off of your static web pages for some of these it's available uh no matter you know what type of page you have you can share that by simply adding that particular code that they're going to give you an html form usually and then you will have the video on your site or the picture on your site or whatever but you're drawing it from their particular server you don't have to bring that particular picture or video or bookmark all directly onto your own server and you just share it with other people or you use it to show other people, you know, uh, as a resource or whatever. Say, for example, you're into sewing and there's a how-to video on how to sew. And you don't want to produce your own video and you want to use someone else's because you find it very, very useful. So then you just take the code and put it on your website and people can watch the video from your webpage. Does that help?
1: Okay, I got that. Um, I was want... I guess I was confused about when I saw the cloud. I thought it was something that you highlighted, you know, hyperlink highlighted um, alt tags on your site. Now I get um, what you mean about the social networking so that the audio or the video or the picture um, is on another site. And then when you have the... um, what you take back and you post on your site, then you have a link back, I
0: got that. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so uh, if you have content on these types of sites, whether they be video or picture or bookmarks, then you can have certain tags, which are actually keywords, which are actually words associated with them so that other people can find your stuff. That's the whole idea. You use tags so that other people can find your stuff. In the same manner that you go to the search engine and put in keywords to look for content within that particular database, then you do these tags. You, as the content producer, will simply add tags so that other people who are searching for them can find them. Because, uh, you know, photos does it doesn't have any text. The videos uh, don't have any text that the, the search engines or their algorithms can read. So you need to put specific words to them. And then it's just another way to help you with your uh, blog posts, your RSS-enabled websites and web pages for you to add uh, a few, you know, descriptive words for that particular content. So that it, it gives you the opportunity to be found by people who are searching for words that are tags, which gives you less competition as well as less people searching. So, But still, it does drive traffic, and it's a great way to find out who else in the blogosphere, so to speak, or within your space, within your industry, within your niche, is also writing about, talking about, having a conversation about the same types of topics and or keywords as you so that you can go visit them and see what they're talking about and then add to the conversation by leaving a comment and or trackback and I teach to preferably leave a track back because a track back is more uh, valuable in my eyes, uh, SEO wise and people wise because remember SEO should be done in a natural way and you need to write for your human visitors first and foremost while keeping your robotic visitors, the search engine spiders, in mind. So if you write first and foremost for visitors Human visitors, then people who are reading a snippet of your trackback on someone else's website, if they're interested enough, will then have to click through to your website to finish reading the rest of your comment or your reply or your feedback or whatever you've added to that conversation. So they end up on your website and then that gives you an opportunity to market to them if it's a business uh, uh, you know website, business blog blizz's RSS enabled website. And that also allows the owner of your web of the other website to get to know you more, and so on and so forth. And that's you know what it's all about: social networking and getting your links, and getting known, and getting liked, and getting trusted. So, hope that helps as well. Any questions or comments on that?
1: By George, I got it.
0: <laughs> well, that's wonderful. The only bad thing is my name's not George. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's-
0: Okay, I think that kind of does it on that. Uh, that would probably wrap things up because there's really not that much to learn about tagging. It's just kind of wrapping your mind around what it actually is and isn't to start with. And so uh, just to kind of summarize, very simply, just you can add a special link to your RSS-enabled web page. You have to have an RSS-enabled web page. Most people would call it a blog, but you can have an RSS-enabled web page that's not a blog, so that's why I don't use the B word. I use RSS-enabled web page or website. Add to that a, a uh, special code that represents what is known as a tag and it will be sent to the Technorati website and now you, your content that you just tagged will be able to be found for those keywords for anybody searching for those particular words. Uh, if you've added one or two or three or four different words, then in any combination that particular page of yours will be found. So. Unless anybody has anything else to um, uh, comment on or ask uh, uh, as far as a question, I think we'll wrap that one up for today. I'll open the mic up.
1: Roy, it was very um, easy to learn. I am now, I have another avenue to explore and to learn about and to use. Um, I can't believe in the last three weeks um, how my world has expanded on my
0: knowledge of and it's exciting. I'm extremely happy to hear that Nancy. I I I am whenever you learn something new and it's just wow, this is, you know, I wonder why I didn't run across this before. It's just, you know, some people just are in a situation where this isn't something that passes their email box or uh passes them in their daily journey or so on and so forth and once this world opens up to you it's just uh it's amazing isn't it and that's what I'm hearing you say so that's wonderful so yes definitely look into tagging and there is a good way and a bad way to use it so um you know utilize me and say Roy is this uh basically the strategy behind it and I didn't give you too much strategy behind it because there really isn't too much other than You want to be found with those specific keywords and you want to find others with those keywords and you want to get connected. The better connected your website is to other websites within your own niche, the better off the search engines are going to like it, the better your keywords are that you use. I always teach, use keywords that people are searching for. Don't guess. Don't guess that this is what people will search for to find your page. Just use the tools that are available out there, and the best one out there is WordTracker. WordTracker.com. They have a free version, which is always free. It doesn't give you as many keywords, um, but they are all there. They just don't give you all of them at one time. So you get 15 at once, and then you can do a little bit more digging, and if you want to pay for it, I think the cheapest um, is the day rates, which is something around eight dollars per day, but do keyword research. Find out what people are searching for, and use those keywords, and that should be good for you as far as the search engines go and as as far as networking goes, and pretty soon you'll be known as one of the experts within your niche. So, I think that ends it, and I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. Uh, Is there any ideas um, to mull over? What would you like to learn about next week? Anything? Uh, Ava? Nancy? Roy,
1: just a quickie. What is an ROI
0: Nancy, ROI, pronounced ROI, stands for return on investment. So basically what that means is is if you invested $2,000 in your website, and within a year, whatever you've been able to acquire through your website as far as revenue, would be a return on your investment. And so if you only had a $1,000 return on your investment, then that would be a negative ROI. And if you had a $4,000 return on your investment, then that would be a positive ROI. So ROI is simply your return on your investment. And hopefully you always want that to be in the positive. (laughs) You want a bigger return than which you invested. So does that help?
1: I guess. I must be befuddled in in what I'm learning. It was something that I was reading about. Um, It was a file of some kind to help with um, the search engines. Um, Maybe I mispronounced it or got the the wrong um, physical word.
0: Yeah, okay, it probably sounds like you did because um, obviously that definition that I gave you, if it doesn't fit, then yeah, it was probably something else. be happy to answer it for you as soon as you figure out what acronym that might have been. So, Okay, ladies, we're going to call it a day, we're going to call it a week, and it's uh, another great one, and I will go ahead and put this recording up, and it should be up on our uh, website, and in case you didn't get the um, um, URL, I'll go ahead and post it one more time and then bid you a good afternoon